But let's open our Bibles to Luke chapter 10 verses 1 to 3. It says, After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would come. Therefore he said he unto them, The harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. Pray and therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into the harvest. Go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among the wolves. Hallelujah. Tonight I want to speak to you obedience for a double blessing. If you put it obedience for a double blessing. Obedience for double dose. Obedience for double favor. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Obedience is not a bad word at all. Why does this Jesus obey God? Hallelujah. He obeyed himself unto death. That therefore God exalted him. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 2. Hallelujah. So obedience is not a bad word. Look at somebody and say obedience is not a bad word. Hallelujah. Only people who are accepted or only people who know they're accepted by Jesus have the freedom to obey God. When you know that you are secure in His love, Bible says those who love me will obey me because they're secure in the love of God. They're secure to obey. They know that obedience will only lead them into blessing. Obedience will only lead them not to jeopardy. Hallelujah. It will not jeopardize your life. Disobedience jeopardize. Obedience will always take you into your future. We don't obey God to be accepted. We are accepted because of the finished work of Jesus Christ. But we obey God for God to lead us into a destiny. Because Paul said, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision in the book of Acts. Hallelujah. He said, to get into the vision, the God-ordained destiny, I need to obey him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So the vision is larger than you. The vision is larger than me. The vision is Jesus. The vision is what Jesus has for us. And to tap into those realm that is much bigger than us, we need to obey the Spirit of God. We need to obey the instructions of God. Because in disobedience you are saying, I can do it by myself. In obedience you are saying, it's everything is much bigger than me. I need to trust God to reach there. Come on. Hallelujah. So the power of obedience, when you look into the scripture, the Bible says God sent them two by two. Team Jesus was always in two. And if you're team Jesus, you're never alone. You're never isolated. You are never by yourself. You're always two. Team Jesus, Adam and Eve, you just heard. Team God was disrupted, divided by the devil because they know Team Jesus is always two by two. God sent two by two. Husband and wife. 
Not husband, wife, and girlfriend. <laughs> Not husband, wife, and boyfriend. No. Two by two. So here do you see there was a harvest. It says, laborers are few. The harvest truly is great. Open your mouth and say, harvest truly is great. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I've come to Europe because the harvest is opening up. Hallelujah. And I declare in the name of Jesus, it's going to be truly a great harvest. Hallelujah. From the city, hallelujah, of Switzerland, I declare it's going to be truly a great harvest. Not only this nation, this continent, but across the nations of the world, across Europe, God will open doors. Hallelujah. He's already doing it for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you will pray for me? Hallelujah. If you're praying for me, you are a part of the vision. God will reward you. In Romans 10, the Bible says, Who will go for me? There are goers. And it says, How can one go unless they are sent? They are senders also. Sometimes you become a part of the goers. Sometimes you become the part of the senders. Many years I was a sender. Now God has asked me to go. Praise God. And you are a sender. If you are sending in prayer, in time, some of you say, I want to be a part of the harvest that God has given you in your giving. That reward will come to you too. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Some of you are praying through the night. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I want a true great, truly, I want to be a part of that great harvest. Hallelujah. Truly, it's great in Bangalore. This harvest is there. Are we going to have a harvest in the city of Bangalore? Lift your hands and claim it. Hallelujah. Say, Lord, use me for your name, for your glory. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. This is prophecies coming to pass. My spiritual father, I said, Adish prophesied. Hallelujah. In 2019, the nations of Europe is opening. I received it three years prior. God is opening. Last year he opened. This year he again opened. Hallelujah. He's going to open many more doors. This year for the glory of God. Hallelujah. How many of you say, Lord, I also want to be part of this truly great harvest. I also want to be part of this vision. Send me too, Lord. Hallelujah. Pray the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So there is a harvest for the church, but the Bible says two by two, agree and united. You need to take the harvest. Then it will say, pray, prayers too. See, the Bible says, pray for the harvest. So there also, you have to pray and do. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Pray you therefore, Lord, for the Lord of the harvest. So there is a prayer behind harvest, prayer of agreement. Two of you agree, answers will come. Just heard. Then it says, when you pray, God will say, Go. Obedience is there. When you obey, go as two. When you go as a team, when you go as 
when you when you go as in agreement when you go as two nations open god is using this principle to impact nations the principle of two the principle of agreement i've seen now where there is agreement husbands and wives co-laborers co-workers nations are opening so principle because it's god's principle it's not my principle there is blessings open doors and answers in obedience hallelujah i mean last few weeks we were hearing about the double restoration god blessing job when did god bless job you know the story the 42nd chapter of job verse 10 i think uh uh if you have a bible you know uh you know you can go and check it yeah uh, the bible says when god told him hallelujah can you find that scripture when god told him go and forgive go and pray for your friends when he obeyed job 42 when he obeyed that specific scripture he went and prayed for him for for his friends and the bible says god turned the captivity of job hallelujah glory to god can you read that hallelujah job 42 verse 10 and the lord and the lord restored restored job's losses job's losses when he prayed for his friends when he prayed for his friends indeed the lord gave job twice twice and indeed god gave job twice as much as he had before as much as he had before so the prior verse is saying god said your friends will come you pray for them there was an obedience there was an obedience that job need to obey him job might not have felt him job might not have thought he had to do it but he had to do it hallelujah And the Bible says, then God gave him double restoration. Job already knew he was accepted by God because God revealed Himself. God come after almost a year. God is speaking to him. Job knows that God will not put him down. So Job knows he is accepted. But it was not enough. Acceptance. should lead you into obedience that's what god is looking at immediately a double restoration obedience can make god kind of life and future what can obedience do obedience you can make through obeying the instructions of god you can make a god life in you a god kind of life just as how god would live on this earth you can have live on this earth just as he is so you are in the world so you can live a god kind of life a god kind of future you don't have to walk in devil's future sickness is devil's future premature death is devil's future limiting you is devil's future Keeping you small 
It's devil. You don't need to walk in that. When you obey God, the Bible says Abraham, when he was called out from the Ur of Chaldeans, he stepped out, he obeyed God, not knowing where he was going, yet he obeyed God. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 8 onwards says. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8. Hallelujah. The Bible says, although he did not know where he was going, he obeyed. Abraham obeyed. Wow. Even the father of faith had to obey. Did you find that by faith Abraham obeyed? Hebrews 11 verse 8. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed. When God called him. When God called him. To leave home. To leave home. And to go to another land. To go to another land. That God would give him as his inheritance. That God was giving his inheritance. Wow. When I came to Europe, that was the word pastor declared over my life. He says, you're going to a new land like Abraham. God is opening up. I declare that. Oh, obedience to this blessing. Glory, 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 glory. So God kind of like, the life God has for you. You step into it. That's a God can. It's better than hundred times better, thousand times better than your own perception of your life and dreams. Hallelujah. Because obedience is concerned, connected with your destiny. Acceptance is connected with the finished work of Jesus Christ. Obedience is connected to your destiny. Jesus said in Acts 5, we are his witnesses, I think 32nd verse. So is the Holy Spirit to all those who obey him. So when you obey him, your anointing increases. We are his witnesses and so is the Holy Spirit to all those who obey him. We are witnesses of these things and so is the Holy Spirit who is given by God to those who obey him. Ah, all those given to God given by God to all those who obey Him. This is speaking about levels of anointing that increases when you obey God. You don't need to obey to get saved. You need to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Believe in your heart that He has raised Him from the dead. You're saved. But you need to increase in that. And he gives you the Holy Spirit. The free gift of the Holy Spirit. An anointing increases in obedience. Yeah. Some of you are watching me. The anointing is increasing. Yes. Anointing for double. Yes. Anointing. Take it this morning. Oh, since anointing oil flowing on your head. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Not really increases. Hallelujah. The anointing increases in prosperity. Isaac sowed in the time of famine that takes obedience. By faith, Isaac sowed. And if you're plenty, you can obey him. But See, letting go. What is sowing? Letting go what is most dear to you. 
Abraham because by letting go of Isaac you prove to me that you fear me and you love me more than you love Isaac the only son whom you love you have let it go the woman who had one might let it go and Jesus said she is the widow the woman who gave one coin gave me more than the one who had because in their abundance they gave but this woman all that she had she let it go praise God because where the control where you are when in your giving you feel oh I've lost control I'm not no longer under control over my money that is when giving becomes giving when you have so much and when when you when the, your giving does not matter to you does it matter to God I mean good but it's you're not moving into realms of anointing of prosperity and blessing when you feel uncomfortable in your giving when you have to confess forth the promises of God over your giving when you need to water your seed with the word of God when you have to expect like the farmer expecting for a crop a harvest to come because you have released the seed that you have that's what Isaac did he gave in discomfort joyfully but to the place where he has lost control he has to completely now trust God for the harvest that's where true harvest comes Amen. he who goes sowing in weeping hallelujah what is that weeping means not because they are unhappy about it but there is a sacrifice and there is a sacrifice there is a fire Amen. There is, you come back with sheep reaping. Hallelujah. With carrying sheep with you. Amen. Hallelujah. You sow. Hallelujah. You come back. Amen. Look at the person of obedience. You will know the temperature you have with God. What is the person of obedience? You can immediately know what is my spiritual temperature. When God told Elijah, when the rain will come, Elijah had to tell sermon seven times. But seven times he obeyed. You have seen? And the seventh time the rain was poured. According to the measure of obedience, the trust that the grain will pour down. Oh, it. The Bible says his body became like a baby. Why? He seven times obeyed, though it was uncomfortable. But a little maid, a helper said, The prophet is saying it, you better do it. No, no, I don't want to do it dirty water. There are many good rivers there. Clean rivers. Oh, but the man of God is telling you, you better obey it. Then he obeyed and he came back seven times. Sometimes some of you, God is telling you to get baptized. Some of you, God is telling you to humble in the word of God. 
Some of you need to, you know, you are as a kingly robe, name it. You have to take down your that pride and come down to where God says that level. It is in that level. Certain breakthroughs happens. Oh, Ralvara. Some of your bodies are getting healed now. Some of the body problems and uh, leaks in your body are getting healed. Some of you, hallelujah, issues in your skin are getting healed. In the name of Jesus, rebuke it in the name of the Lord. We give you that bondage to leave now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Look at, look at the energy of Isaac. What I'm more like is the energy of Isaac, able to sow in salmon. Look at this energy, enthusiasm, excitement. Wow. Sometimes you know the harvest is coming, not just because of sowing, because of the enthusiasm. Many, many times, you know, People who are enthusiastic in sowing a seed were blessed. Amen. I said, oh, we are not losing anything. We are gaining into our future. We are creating a harvest. Even so many, many people they bring your tithes into the storehouse in Malachi 3, 10 to 12. But they don't complete the blessing in that. Not only the windows of heaven shall be opened, that's a blessing. Not window, windows, plural blessings. Double doors, double windows. But 12th verse says, Nation shall call you blessed. You will break borders from national to international. Amen. Oh, break. Hallelujah. Not only spiritually, you'll, you'll do businesses, work beyond your capacity. Nations will recognize you, they will understand your gifting. May nation recognize you. May nation recognize you. Make room for you. Glory to God. For your gift. Hallelujah. May nations calling. Call you. Hallelujah. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Now the lack of time. Coming back to the scriptures. The Bible says God sent them two by two. And the 70 went ministering the word, preaching the word, casting out the demons. The Bible 70 returned with great joy and said, hey, the demons are subject to us also. We cast them out in your name and they're subject to us. The Bible scholars believe one of the people of that 70 was a person called Aquila. Aquila and Priscilla. Today I want to minister to walk on Aquila or Priscilla. Aquila and Priscilla. Something pastor ministered to me and the team last year. Aquila and Priscilla. The power of two. The power of a team. The power of a couple. Like you just heard. The anointing of two. And what does Aquila mean? Oh, that's so prophetic. I was just looking at the meaning of Aquila. It means an eagle. Amen. An eagle family. Amen. Uh, sort of started to say eagle family. I uh, say eagle. We are an eagle family. Praise God. Eagle. Eagle family. How many of eagle families are here? Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Some eagle families. Amen. Across the nations of the world. 
Eagle. Aquila means eagle. Priscilla means ancient. One who has studied her roots well. She's ancient. She knows her roots. Wow. What a team. What a team. I, I'm, I, I like that combination. They didn't know that I was preaching. Sort of preach about eagle. Preach spoke about roots. Oh, that's so prophetic. Hallelujah. They did not know I was going to preach this particular scripture. After this, the Lord appointed other 70 also. Send them two by two. Aquila was a part of it. And the Bible says, and the 70 returned again with joy, saying, The Lord, even the devils are subject to us through the name. Verse 17. They were an obedient generation, an accountable generation. Some people after ministry, they don't, you don't even hear. You don't know whether the ministry went well. or You don't know. They don't even tell them, Hey, Pastor, you sent us for this ministry. You gave us opportunity to the, gave the word, to take the worship. It was good. You know, thank you for the opportunity. Today, people take it for granted. It's, 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 it's a, what is the generation? We well, deserve it. I'm saying. They think it, it's their right to minister. <laughs> so, when look at them, they came back. An obedient, accountable generation. And what God did to Aquila, God added the right partner. When you are obedient and accountable, anybody watching me, this be the year, God will arrange a partner. Come on. That's the word God is saying. He will arrange a partner. That's He will arrange a partner. Glory, 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 glory. Amen. Right partners for God's mission. Not partners in crime like Ahab and Jezebel or Ananias and Sapphira. But it is going to be a dynamic duo. Come on, come on. Say, we are going to be a, my husband and other way of, if you're married, say, we are going to be a dynamic duo. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 In history and fiction, are replay, you know, replay the stories of dynamic duos. Cleopatra and Mark Antony. Romeo and Juliet. Sony and Chad, Mr. Incredible and Elast Girl, Elasti Girl. These are, you know, powerful pairs united in their individual gifts and abilities to accomplish incredible things, you know. But Bible also records important husband-wife contributions, combinations. Abraham and Sarah, Moses and Sephora. Ruth and Boaz, but no marriage was quite, quite like that of Priscilla and Aquila. And consequently, no ministry was quite like this. They were unique and different. Crazy the sounds. Scripture suggests that without Priscilla and Aquila, the church might not have turned out the way that it did. Oh, get excited, guys. Amen. You know, the Holy Spirit was ministering. He says, they start doing a bit. Faithful with a bit. Everybody say, be faithful with your bit. 
See, Aquila started with a bit going two by two. Then Aquila and Priscilla did. They started doing a bit. The Bible scholars believe Aquila and Priscilla were the two people who, uh, when Paul was attacked in Acts chapter 9, the Bible says he was brought down by a basket. You know what I'm saying? He escaped through a basket. So, Bible scholars believe it was Aquila and Priscilla either side of the basket holding a Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They knew. See, they knew that okay, they have a calling, but they knew. I mean, but the dynamite was inside this man. Amen. He says, for the sake of the church, it was important to stand with this man, protect this man. He was carrying something. Hallelujah. Special. That's why I stand with my spiritual father. I have a special mold. I do anything to carry him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Why? Because one fourth. Hallelujah. Or one third of the New Testament was written by Paul. So the couple knew there was some revelations at stake. The church was at stake. It was important to protect him because the entire one third of the revelations were inside that basket. Wow, 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 wow. Everybody say, wow, wow, wow. Look, look at the duo. Look at the dynamic duo. That's why I said they've done something nobody has ever done. May this be the mother. May your family do something that no other family has done. May our church do what no other church has done. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. May the prayer partners do something nobody else has done. May the intercessors do. Break strongholds. Nobody has ever done. Glory to God. Paul wrote 32,498 words in the New Testament, about 23.48%. Wow. That's why in Romans 16 and 3 and 4, Paul says, sends his greeting to Priscilla and Aquila and proclaims that both of them risk their necks to save Paul's life. They risk their necks. They were standing in the forefront and they were holding Paul. They were risking their own life. Wow. Today, pastors are even scared to ask somebody for the loss of water. They'll give that strange look. How dare you? Have a... Come on, somebody. They were bold. Second thing, they were bored, they had potential. But potential came out after their partnership with Paul. It goes on to say in the 18th chapter of Acts 8 and 9, if I'm right, they went on to teach Apollos the apostle. Because he only he was a terrific preacher, but he only knew about the way, about Jesus, a particular limit. Whatever Paul and taught 
Priscilla and Aquila, they went and taught Apollos. Look at the way they have become a blessing to the body of Christ, blessing to the men of God. Look at, you hear what I'm saying? They were both tent makers initially, but they became a spiritual giants. Wow! Come on, somebody. You start small, but partnership with men of God, obedience to them, standing with them, the Bible school of the ancient Bible times, associating, walking with them closely, listening to what they are saying, looking at their lives, and learning how to, hallelujah, walk in faith. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. They've carried an impartation that made them special. Oh, men and women of God. And the persecution of the Jewish people under Emperor Goddess, they made their way to Greece where they encountered men of God. They were associated with men of God like Paul and Apollos. They had the, not only that, but they, they did two churches, one in Greece, one in Ephesians, Ephesus. And when the persecution was over, they came back to Rome. They had two home churches. There is a persecution. But churches will rise up in Europe. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Standing up for the glory of God in the land of Europe. In the land of Europe. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Glory, glory, glory. I can see in front of my eyes. God is raising up. I kill us. But Priscilla's. Hallelujah. In Europe. Amen. Europe is opening up. They opened their homes. Who and what? You are opening your homes determines your worker. To who and for what? Amen. Acts 18, 18 and 19. Through Paul's help, or they were instrumental in helping Paul to establish a church at Ephesus. And the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 16:9, Aquila and Priscilla greet you warmly in the Lord along with the church meets. In their home. Because Ephesus, Paul wrote to Corinthians. Hallelujah. From their home. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From Ephesus, Paul wrote to the Corinthians. Look at how they've impacted the watch over top revelations have come. Staying in their home because they opened up their home. For a man of God to be in a place where he could receive certain revelations. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Make your home and headquarters to be a blessing Amen. to the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Your home should not be a place where you discuss people, their weaknesses. Men of God. How, you know, you don't like what they say. Your home should not be 
headquarters because then your life, your word will become small. It should be generous. The Bible says the world of the generous becomes larger and larger. You look at that bastion. The impact of this couple. The Bible says when you read it, the Gentiles were blessed. Together, the church of all the Gentile churches felt a debt of gratitude, gratitude towards them. The Bible says, because they passionately and sacrificially devoted their lives serving and making an eternal difference, not just temporary, eternal difference for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and say, Lord, help me to make a difference. For the body of Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Not only that, look at the marriage closeness. They already which preached about. They are mentioned six times. In four different books of the New Testament, always named as a couple and never individually. Look at their closeness. If you hear Priscilla, you hear Aquila. If you hear Aquila, you, I pray that all the ministry couples will have that grace. Yes. So that will be her terms together, not individually. Yes. It's not a competition item. Yes. Ministry is not a competition item. Life is not a competition item. Praise the Lord. Only twice Aquila's name was mentioned first. Four times it was Priscilla's name that come. Look at husbands like Aquila who would push their wife, encourage them to be on the forefront. Usually the husband takes a sense of grace, especially Indian you know, they, they, they feel always offended. Look at the Aquila anoint. Always push the wife a little for. Encourage her. We usually say behind every successful woman, a successful man is a woman. Bible says the other way. Behind every successful woman is a man who encourages her. Wow! I like Because man is the foundation. Woman cannot support a man, she can break down. But man can. Because he is the fondest, the father, the foundation. Father comes from the word fondest, Latin word, foundation. Okay. Look at his humility. Bible says she had a special character, Priscilla. A holy character. Encouraging husbands and wives who carry a holy anointing. Other men will look up to your wife in honor and holiness. May that be this. You don't have to fear. Nathan, let not be a lustful eyes fall on your home. Oh, on your husbands, on your wife, every enticing eye, every enticing speech, seductive eyes, hallelujah, trapping spirit be broken in the name of the Lord. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Jesus, amen. 
sense of, I sense in my spirits of isolated phone calls without your spouse knowing that you are making into some women, some men. I command that bondage, hallelujah, of the enemy to be broken in the name of Jesus. Always put your spouse in front. Don't try to take the limelight. They were comfortable with each other. Hallelujah. Paul described him. She was so proud of them. He says, you know, in Romans 16, 3, he said, They are my fellow workers in Christ. Mm. So proud of them. How many of you think that your spiritual father will be proud of you, of the steps that you've taken? Oh, come on. Marriage in the book of Genesis 2, the marriage of Adam and Eve. What an amazing is that Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, Adam and Eve got joined about 6,000 years ago. The father of the bride was God. And the father of the groom was also God. God himself was the master of that service. It was a perfect environment. Everything was perfect. And he himself was the pastor of that service. But they still messed up because they didn't obey God. See, obedience. Bible says the house that is built on the word of God, it shall stand. No storm, no earthquake. No water can bring it down. Because it is founded on the word of God. Open your mouth and say, my house shall be built on the word of God. No matter what, no matter what, take a stand for God's word when it builds your life and generations. No matter how tough it looks, every time you obey God as a couple, as a family, you teach your generations because there's a blessing after that. Man, Madeline. And it's a generational blessing in obedience, God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The reason that I messed up was the third person, the serpent, came to chat with Eve. Tonight, certain demonic chatting be broken. In the name of Jesus. They decided to chat with a stranger that got Eve into trouble. The many marriages that entered trouble because a third person comes up. This is a commitment to the Lord and to each other in your personal life, in your private life, in your public life. When you are careful to allow the Lord alone to be in charge over your life and keep every other relationship at a distance when it should be kept and keep Jesus and your family as the most important relationship, the presence of God will come upon your spouses and your children and your generations to come. That wrong chattings is blocking you for God's sake. There are entry points you are allowing for God's sake. Make the right choices, beloved of God. Aquila and Priscilla, they had a common conversation. Do you remember? They were chatting to each other. Look at God using them together 
They were among the earliest known Christian missionaries of the first century in Acts 18, 24 to 28. Luke reports how Apollos, important Jewish Christian evangelist Ephesus, eloquent speaker, had the knowledge of scriptures but had to be instructed. They had great enthusiasm but only knew till the water baptism or only the baptism of John the Baptist. Not the baptism taught by Jesus. And Priscilla, Aquila heard and took him explain the way of God to him more accurately. They could teach. Priscilla could teach. Amen. Somebody said Priscilla would teach better. Aquila would be prophetic better. Amen. Would speak into lives. Our Lord Akin. Not only that. Together us brought glory to Jesus through their work and through their wealth. Amen. Thank you. The Bible says after, in Acts 18, it says after these things, Paul departed from Athens and came to Corinth and found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, lately came from Italy with his wife Priscilla. This one time Aquila has come first because Claudius had commanded all Jews to depart from Rome, came to them and because he was of same craft, he abode with them and brought by their occupation, they were tent makers. And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded the Jews and the Greeks. Paul had a, you know, all three of them, they had tent companies. Paul was a tent maker. They were tent makers. And they were into Christian hospitality. They encouraged men of God. They supported men of God. When Paul arrived in the community, they gathered in a you know he was tired brought them in provide shelter income advancing his ministry ventures teaching him the same craft same they did with Apollos in Ephesus wow Their table and living room, everything become. Can you imagine when you are submitted to God? Your table, your living room, your chicken curry, your paneer, your rice, everything becomes a source of encouragement. Everything carries love, everything carries anointing for kingdom growth. Imagine, Alice. Wow, some of you are feeling hungry. What was their motive? They were so close, their heart was so pure in love for each other. The Bible scholars believe they even died together. They were meant to be martyred with Paul. They martyred together, husband and wife. So 2 Timothy 4.19, final greeting. It says, greet Priscilla and Aquila and household of Onesiphorus. Greet, greet. When Paul was departing to the Lord, he's reminded, remembering, Hey, greet Aquila, Priscilla and Aquila. Don't forget them. Don't forget them. Before he is going to be with the Lord, he is a good old days when they were making the tents. So 2 Corinthians 5 and he's 3 to 4. 
when he is reading, when he is thinking about the last, uh, he is bringing the tenth thing back. 2 Corinthians 5, 3, 2, 4. Can you read it please? Two Corinthians five verse three to four. If indeed having been clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we who are in this tent groan, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. He is equating his body as a tent. You know saying, he says. If the earthly tent destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. For while we are in this tent, we groan and be burdened, because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed instead of our heavenly dwelling. So that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. He's he's remembering our ending of says this tent, a bodily tent. To be surrendered. When you are a tent maker, always patching holes, always repairing tears, always setting up, taking down, because you long for something more. You long to see, you know, people in crisis rescued. Your heart burns for the next generation of believers. But says when you go to heavenly home. And your life is always be in Christ. You know, you 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 say you are believing that someday what you have stitched and sewn, where you have invested, and the stakes that you have sunk, as fleeting as they seem now, will matter forever to some people. How they do here? That's what we work for. Ah, you man. So Paul is saying it's time for me to go, and I hope. When I was in my body, everything that I've done, every patching, every every possible thing that I can do, will matter to me. Yeah. Yes. There also is remembering Greek Lucilla's good old days. Yeah. We used to be tent makers, but now it's time for it to go. Amen. And what I invested, just like I did with tents, I did with lives. I hope one of these days it will glorify the Lord. Says, what is my crown? Is it not you? Hallelujah. Glory to God. So this is the word today. The blessing of an obedient generation. God is raising up an obedient generation. These last days. To fulfill the mission of God. To somehow Fulfill the heavenly vision. And there be a heavenly vision tonight be opened over you. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Life of obedience. For doubt. You will close our eyes and pray.